Sam. Here we go. Good evening, Melrosians the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Jen LeClaire. And I am Jeff Strasnick. And this is Let's Talk Melrose Melrose, a show where Melrosians talk to Melrosians about Melrose. Welcome, Jeff. Sorry, we had a, a little bit, we're a little bit late tonight. We had a little technical difficulties. Actually, not us, but the, the Zoom. The Zoom. We're the victim of technical we're the difficulties. Vi- <laughs> exactly. on the new guy, that's all. That's, that's right. That's right. We were, this was part of our hazing for our new guest host program. So welcome, Jeff Strasnick. La Mafia Realty is our first guest host. Um, and if you'd like to be a host on Let's Talk Melrose, you can fill out our form and come join us to chat about all things Melrose. So thanks for joining us, Jeff. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff, thanks, thanks for bringing the good energy. We're in like the, uh, the, internet netherworld right now because we're doing this on a recording instead of live uh because of all those uh, internet issues but i think you're bringing some good uh some good juice to the show here the connections feel strong right now and we're going to keep <laughs> on marching forward we are not going to be deterred that's right that's the people of melrose are waiting <laughs> even though they, they they're going to hear for, they're here from us later so it's it's sept it's september so i have a question for you guys and it's not i have to admit it's not an original question i think i was listening to npr earlier and they were doing a survey of of people or was a, somebody on the radio was doing a survey of people so it's september 1st so are you guys like uh you know switch over into fall you're gonna start ordering your pumpkin lattes and stuff like that or are you some are you the kind of people that like you're like oh my god you like hang on to like sort of the last dog days of summer which one where yeah, are you my at fall stuff's already up you what my fall stuff's already going up oh really yeah i'm not a pumpkin spice person <laughs> everything all of a sudden everything's pumpkin spice pumpkin yeah. spice everywhere. <laughs> right, what, right, what do you right. mean jeff what do you mean your fall stuff's going up like you got the wool sweaters out or like uh well, the clothes are still away but like okay. you know the the, uh, the leaves and the you know the pumpkin you know plastic pumpkins are out <laughs> so you like to decorate yeah Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Decorating house. What, what about what about you, Tom? Do you do you leap into fall or do you hang on? I, I roll with the transition, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to get ahead of it. I'm not trying to stay behind. I'm trying to yeah. keep pace. I'm trying to live in the moment, in as the moment. they say, Jeff. You know, I want to be uh, Jeff, Jen, whoever's <laughs> listening. I want to be fully present in each of the seasons. But I'll tell you one thing, uh, Jen. Since you asked, is. Uh, the Tour de France started on Saturday, which is normally run in July. So I do have a little bit as the, as the air is cooling and it, you can feel fall comes pretty dramatically around mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I, still watching the Tour de France, which is normally in July. So there's still a little bit of the uh, pandemic cognitive dissonance uh, right. floating about there. Right, exactly. Okay. Never thought of the Tour de France as a, as a indicator of what, what uh, 
season we're in. Yeah, no, well, they always normally, run yeah, it in nor- July. And normally in, it's you know, July. It's mid midsummer, yeah. Yeah, and in, you know, something like over 100 years, uh, this is the first time it's ever uh, been run in September. It's always been in July. I think it has probably been skipped some years for, you know, once in a while there's a world war or something like that that gets in the way, but not the pandemic. And they've got protocols and moving bubbles and all that lingo is in there, but it's a beautiful thing to watch. And it's really like a brochure for for France. Uh, we should do, yeah. we should do tour to Melrose. We'll be <gasps> yes. talking about France here. <laughs> okay, we're going to start working on that. Stay tuned. <laughs> do you know what that means, Jeff? Do I win a prize? <laughs> yeah, it's no, time sorry. for the news and it's also... <laughs> I've been waiting for this part. Yeah, it's also time for the weekly sports ball update by Jen LeClaire, which is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> New segment, sports ball with Jen LeClaire. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not biting this time. No. So you know what? Uh, uh, the, the patch had an update on what happened. What we were, the school committee was discussing this last week when we were, uh, when we were doing the show and they were making some kind of decisions and there was an issue. Jen, you were, you were actually pretty much, uh, Right, uh, right about that. The low-risk school districts are starting fully remote, must receive school committee approval to play regularly scheduled football. So in most of the community level of COVID-19, Middlesex League districts in the community are deemed uh, uh, high risk or oh, they're not. that's right. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was basically interleague thing, but they, they delayed the decision till next week because uh, they, they were waiting for some guidance that was coming uh, available today. And they have to work that all out. So you were you were uh, in the park, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I got a touchdown in the basketball net or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, now okay. the other thing uh, happening right now in the news is um, election day, right? Yeah. So it's like this is actually the last day you can vote because you've right. been able to do uh, in-person voting at Memorial Hall for the last seven or eight days. And prior to that, you could do mail-in ballots. Jeff, did you, did you, which way did you vote? I voted. Not like who you voted for, but did you? Like by method. Yeah. Yeah. Which method? Uh, I voted the mail-in way. Yeah. So did and did you put it in the uh, in the mailbox, or did you uh, run it downtown and stick it in the new drop off? In, in the special mailbox. I just sit in the mailbox. Yes, okay. nice. And did you track it online? I am a bad person. I did not. You know, that doesn't mean you're good or bad. I'm just curious. I, I, yeah, I didn't. You... I didn't. I didn't do mine either. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't check. I didn't check mine either. Yeah, it just it just means that they got that. And then I, yeah. I think if you hadn't. Um, if you hadn't mailed it in, you still could actually go and vote today. So we're wait or waiting election results from MMTV and, and the production team here. Yeah, although we do, we have unofficial results are pointing to um, Markey in the Senate race and then uh, Terry Kennedy for the other race. And those are results from Melrose, which are kind of in, the, only, yeah, just the, only re- right. the only results we care about, but right. it does have. Uh, <laughs> Not the overall results. No, yes. no, just the Melrose results. Exactly. Yes, and those were the two, and this is a primary race, and those were the two positions really being contested. Up, up for grabs, yeah, yeah. It was interesting because the day, the day kind of just went went by me because I had voted by mail already. So um, you definitely don't have that sense of, of you know, going and, get, you know, I don't have a stick. I get a sticker, the whole thing. But um, I'm wondering uh, how it went down at, at the middle school gym. Yeah, I heard online or I was reading things online that it was going pretty well. 
of people Good. getting right in, right out. Um, you know, no big lines or anything. So maybe that's probably because of the, all the mail-in votes. Yeah, I'm wondering if the number if the numbers for that were were down, which is which is helpful. I mean, that's that's what they were looking for in a pandemic. It's right, that was that was by design, and I think the yeah. overall numbers might be a little high from what I was reading about some pre preliminary numbers that were released. There were so many mail in and, and things done in advance yeah. that they were already sort of up there with the last election. Yep. So, Jen, what about the uh, what's going on in the uh, in the in the schools? of Melrose. This is our, um, uh, this is our, our topic, our, 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 our sweet spot, sort of. Um, <laughs> well, Jeff, I'm, I'm glad to have Jeff here because Jeff is former principal at the Horace Mann. So you've been a longtime Melroseian. Um, you're in real estate now, but you have some history with the Melrose school system. So, um, you know, it's been, um, I think everybody's doing the, the best they can. It's been, a, it's been a bumpy ride. Um, there was, so there was a tentative agreement reached with the, with the teachers union um, before the start. It establishes agreed upon remote learning expectations. Everybody's looking towards, you know, robust synchronous remote learning. I know that was a concern for for people, there are a lot of questions about not understanding what what that what that was going to look like. Um, obviously, the priorities are for everyone are the are the safe you know safety and health for everybody. Um, consistent schedule. They wanted to be sure they had consistent schedules for everybody. Uh, expectations and support for professional development for the teachers. So there's 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 a lot that needed to to be negotiated. There's there's a lot of elements in there that that came to. What was interesting I thought about this was Jen. This came out. This was announced on Sunday, and the first day of school for yeah. the teachers and the staff was Monday. So right down to the wire. But I think right. Melrose, uh, and it seems it seemed like the tone of it seemed good, and they yeah. uh, agreed to continue to collaborate. We yeah. saw other towns in Massachusetts, uh, you know, where the teachers refused to go in the building. And, right. you know, there's a lot of things. So, you know, we are not alone as far as this being uh, down to the last minute. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, we have, a, we have a smaller, probably more easily managed district, which helps. I mean, Melrose is small comparatively to some of the other ones. But what do you, what do you, what do you think, Jeff? You have, you have expertise Yeah, I here. mean, and again, you know, this is... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat removed from the schools and uh, haven't been a principal during the COVID times, but. <laughs> Aren't um, you glad? <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's interesting just, just kind of seeing what's going on in other districts and, and seeing the real, I mean, they're having some real struggles, some real you know, battles are the right word, but uh, that's what it seems like. And uh, as far as Melrose goes, yeah, there, there's, you know, there's, it's, it's, uh, it's intense, but I feel like we're at least moving in the right direction. Um, you know, like you said, the, the, you know, they're continuing to, you know, negotiate throughout this. So it's not like a standstill, we're stopping and, and not doing anything. Um, so that's, that seems positive. And, and I don't know if people got a chance to watch the superintendent's uh, video. Um, I did. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. What'd you, what'd you guys, what'd you guys think about that? Uh, I, I, mean, I was go ahead, Tom. I, I was going to say I, I I thought it was good. So you know, this yeah. is really I think one of the first times I've seen her speak. She's communicated a lot in uh, you know a multimedia approach, as she says, which she talked about in there. Um, so I thought it was it was good. She was uh, kind of talking about her expectations. Uh, you know, 
so I guess it wasn't going to address really to probably uh, a lot to the kind of staff and administration and I guess everybody involved with the with the school system, but she wanted to talk about her expectations. She laid out sort of the, you know, first year strategic plan for her transition, which probably didn't uh, anticipate, uh, you know, quite this level of uh, of change happening. And she was very open, I thought, you know, uh, she shared some personal things. So you got to know, uh, you know, that she's, uh, she's relearning golf after six years off, because her daughter's interested <laughs> in roller skating. I like that stuff, honestly. Yeah, no, uh, totally. I agree. And I thought it was interesting. There was like a teaching element to her talk. She was, mm -hmm. you know, talking about stress and the importance, uh, what one of the stressors and the resilience, but she was sort of teaching you about them in the way that she sees them at the same time. Uh, she did talk about multimedia communication and trying to keep the channels open. I thought um, in a way that she was sort of auditioning uh, quite blatantly to be a guest host on the show because <laughs> she was talking about the whole multimedia approach and, and uh, you know, all of that. So I think she's got her eye on and the available uh, channels. I mean, clearly, yes. clearly she, it's, a call, it's clearly it's a it's a call out for. But she shared, uh, uh, she referenced Simon Sinek's uh, TED Talk. She shared another tech talk as uh, something to share with the community. And the overall, like, positive vibe, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, because the, the, the guy who did the TED Talk was a photographer na for National Geographic, and he was talking about, you know, our vision controls our perception, our perception becomes our reality, and that's stuff I believe in very much, you know, mm -hmm. like – you know, what's your mindset? And Jeff, you used a perfect word, I think, for this intense. It's been intense and it's always intense with the schools. But, you know, you can choose to see the glass half full. You can choose to, to look for the, you know, the beauty or the opportunity in a situation, even when it's challenging times. So I like that spin on it. I mean, we'll see, you know, you've got to follow through. And, you know, those are those uh, sets the bar kind of high, honestly, in a lot of ways. But I like that kind of positive tone. So that was my takeaway. Yeah. What what would you think, Jeff? Yeah. So she, I mean, there was definitely some themes throughout, you know, talking about the expectations, which is usually what you do at the beginning is you set expectations and she made it very clear that she's setting them for herself and not just for everybody else, um, you know, which is important. Um, I did like, and she shared a lot more personally than, than most, you know, other superintendents that I know or, or lead, you know, building leaders that I know, but I like that. I don't know if this was part of her reason why, but I think right now it's important, you know, for people to see her and, and, and teachers as people with families who are going through the exact same stuff, you know, we're all going through. And she's not just some, you know, superintendent who's, you know, off in her office. making Pulling the labors. Yeah, right. Right. But she's, you know, she's, she's struggling to see her family. Mm -hmm. You know, she's... Uh, um, you know, all these things that she hasn't been able to do. So I thought that was really nice of her to share that. You know, it is important for people to understand, you know, before you send that email off, you know, before you push send, you know, take a look at it and, and, and make sure it's not, you know, not coming across too, too negatively because, you know, and then she finished off with that TED Talk as I thought was very appropriate and, and very well done. Yeah, I think I think tying the two things that you guys were talking about together, um, I think um, it, it was first of all, I, I don't remember ever seeing a message like that from the superintendent. It's been it's been years since I've seen like a, a welcome message like that. So that by itself, I thought was was refreshing. I liked her communication style. I liked her personal, you know, warm style like you talked about. Um, to me, it felt like the audience was a little of everybody when she talked about expectations. 
you're right. She's, she's saying, these are my expectations. This is what you can expect from me as your superintendent. This is what I expect from my staff. But she's also, she's also talking a little bit to us as the community and the, and the family and, and families. Like we are going to be in this together. Kind of like what you were saying, Jeff, um, uh, you know, and, and going with the, the, the TED talk video, um, you can either, you know, you can fire off an angry email or you can realize that we're all in the same boat and we all have to help. Like I have to help my kid through this situation. This, this, the same as everybody else. This is not going to be easy for anyone harder for some that than others, but um, you know, what, what can we all, what can we all do together? So um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was just positive. She talked a lot about social emotional learning. We are deep in the throes of, of those kinds of concepts right now in terms of like the hierarchy of needs. Um, for kids and, and, and people. Um, so those ideas about social emotional learning, the relationships, routines, resilience, those three words really stuck with me because I felt like those are things that- That was I her theme, yeah. That was a theme and it, and it really applies for, for this year. I mean, those are, those are sort of key concepts that I have felt uh, will need to focus on to get my student through this fall semester for sure, so. Yeah, and, and um, she was also talking about her own personal professional goals yeah. to, you know, to, to grow and evolve in those areas. So I like that kind of growth mindset stuff. So she's very open about it. So it wasn't like a talking down to folks. So I thought that was good, but uh, my God, it's been a wild ride yeah. <laughs> uh, over there. And the other interesting stuff related to this in the news this week is because uh, I had heard some things anecdotally and then I saw some numbers in the, in the patch there, but yeah. uh, you know, People are, are leaving the, the system, so not huge numbers, but there you one gets the impression from talking to Melroseans around town that uh, people are attracted to either like a really high-end online experience, a remote learning experience, or a strong commitment to uh, personal experience. And so where we ended up in this hybrid thing, I think frustrated a lot of people. So there was uh, some talk about that. and. Uh, Dr. Kuchenberger actually uh, talked to the press uh, about that and released some numbers uh, where she said that uh, 87 students have uh, pulled out of the district as of now, 65 in the elementary schools, 15 in the middle, seven high schoolers in favor of either charter or private schools or homeschooling. I, I've talked to some of those people on the, on the mean streets of Melrose, and I've, uh, so that uh, corroborates, uh, I can corroborate that. Uh, and um, even in October, uh, there's, there's about 1,000 students who won't be going back to class uh, because they are going to stay committed to the remote model. So, and, you know, not to, not to confuse the two things there, but there are some 87 leaving the system. But uh, as things settle out and we go to, uh, from fully remote to, high, uh, uh, to hybrid a little bit, some that, that other option was to do the Melrose Learning Academy, which I, I did like the branding on that. <laughs> yeah, I have Melrose to say. Distance Learning Academy. Yes, yes we'll, be, we'll yes. be in that this we'll fall. Yeah, at the end of anything, and it sounds cool. Right, yes. <laughs> right, exactly. It sounds fancy. Uh, but what, you know, you know uh, Jeff, have you talked to people who are actually like uh, have kids and they're 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 thinking of changing the system or like you know folks in your that you talk to are they sticking with it? You know, it's probably a mix, but curious yeah, what you've yeah. heard. Yeah, sorry. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a mix. I think the people who are leaving, it's not that they're angry. I think they're more concerned about their child and their child getting, you know, left behind or, or not getting the experience that they should be getting. And, you know, and I understand that, um, you know, my kids are staying. Um, my, my two daughters who are in uh, the high school are staying. 
And, um, but I, I can understand people, you know, what they're feeling. And if we don't go back, you know, the idea is to go back, is it October 16th or nothing before that, um, around that date. Um, and so I think, you know, people are nervous. Are we actually going to go back? And, you know, what are the measures and that are going to, that are going to tell us it's okay. So, you know, um, what, what, are the, what are the implications of that? If, uh, you know, as students leave, doesn't that impact the funding that Melrose receives, at least from the state or, you know, I think it's something like that. It, yeah. As far as I know, I mean, it might not for this year because the budget, right. the budget for next year. Back yeah. Yeah. So that's usually around the time when your budgets are set for the following year. Um, so it kind of puts us in another, it, it, it kind of yeah. keeps us in this, right. you know, having to catch up in terms of like the strength of academics and stuff like that. If the, if this, if this stuff happening this year impacts next year's budget numbers. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 yeah. it's tricky. So we're, we're sticking with it too. My daughter's going to be in ninth grade. Um, where uh, I'm realizing now after I saw, after we see those, uh, seeing those, those numbers, we're definitely in the, in the minor, minority. We, we chose fully remote. That's what she wanted to do. Um, for, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I, that I have the choice um, and uh, felt like we could, I could kind of like manage it and help kind of keep it interesting. Uh, if it was kind of all in, all in one piece, the, the, the back and forth was, was a little, that, that was not, that was not going to be my strength. Like knowing which days I was supposed to send my kid to school was not, it was not going to work out well for me. Um, so I just felt like we had a little bit of, of a better handle on it. Um, she's got a couple of friends that, um, we can do when it, you know, we can, they can study together and stuff like that. So that, that was the choice for us, but definitely in the, in the minority, there wasn't as many. Yeah. But I think, I, I think like, I think like Jeff said, though, there's a number of reasons you might leave. So we don't know what yeah. the unenrollment is on a regular year or what it has mm -hmm. been in the past. You might have uh, logistical needs where you need uh, some place for your kids and the needs are different. If your sure. kids are at the high school level, sounds like all our kids are kind of high school level. Yeah. If you're at the younger grades, uh, you're going to have different needs. So it's, but it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I, I will say this too, like um, getting this. So the high school schedule was, was released. I know also the elementary school kids got their teacher assignments and stuff like that. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but, but for me, that's and my daughter too, like that started to make it feel more real. And I can start to get my head around like what her day is going to look like. She was, it, it felt like a little more normal back to school kind of stuff because you know they were texting to find out who's in their classes and stuff like that so it really started to feel just having that schedule really started to make yeah, it feel like, a bit more tangible yeah i like seeing the schedule uh, there was one uh one class that they didn't include in one of my daughter's schedules but it's she's not worried about it she said oh it's easy they'll just put it in all right right yeah we had we, sim similar we had a uh snafu for my uh, daughter one thing was missing but we'll you know she'll email her counselor and they'll get it yeah my, my daughter had one block that was that was senior senior late start and she's a freshman so i'm not sure if that's just like a bonus or something right. <laughs> i tell you uh one, i have a daughter who's uh in college and just dropped her off for her sophomore year and i'll tell you one thing that's missing in that whole sort of back to school vibe is uh, going home with a heavy wallet. Like I didn't go into the college bookstore and spend hundreds of dollars getting <laughs> more and more incarnations of sweatshirts and hats and <laughs> That's whatever. Right. You the, can't, with... right. Same. Yeah, yeah. same. And, yeah. and even like the back to school at Target, you know, all that back to school stuff at, at Target. I said to Rosie, do you even know what you need? Like we bought one notebook, I think, like, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll right, right.
there's none of that. I was going to say too, when it comes to the scheduling that, you know, that's easily one of the, the most challenging pieces of a regular school year, never mind this. So I can, you know, only imagine what, you know, what, what the building principals and the, and the department heads and everybody's, you know, guidance, what everybody's going through. That's, I do not envy that at all. So to see that out of two of my daughters, only one had one mistake. I was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, the administrative stuff will be worked out. That'll be worked out. But uh, to have some of the big pieces fall in place does give you that sense of back to year. And you mentioned notebooks, Jen. So uh, how about Chromebooks? I, know, I saw that the, the district bought 662 uh, Chromebooks and 10 Wi-Fi hotspots hot to try and uh, loan them out to students or teachers who need that. And that's of course been an issue in the past. So that's, that was kind of cool. And I saw somebody on the community page who volunteered to give instructions or help you convert like old laptops to a Chromebook and some things like that. So I, I, it's always nice to see members of the community. Convert old laptops to a Chromebook? Yeah. Yeah. So you would put the Chromebook operating system on that and it would be a little bit more, the argument is it would be a little bit more secure and seamless and easy to use rather than just using the old laptop with like a Chrome browser. But yeah. it was just nice. You know, somebody posted that on the community page with some instructions and just said like, Hey, if this is the hassle for you, I'll do it for you for free. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. Just, I like to see that sort of stuff. Yeah. Melrosians yeah. helping Melrosians. Exactly. Exactly. That could be, is that your win of the, is that your win of the week, Tom? Oh my goodness. Uh, I got a lot of um, uh, wins of the week. We haven't uh, done that in a while. I think, I think it's time. I think we should, I think we should do one of those. Yeah. So, well, the one I would share, so I'm going to, I'll shoehorn another one in since I already got that one off my chest, but um, uh, our cat Frankie had to have a second surgery uh, this week. And uh, so that all went very well and she's resting comfortably and, uh, you know, every, uh, every, um, every morning you had to give her like 0.5 cc's of this medicine, which seems to be the equivalent of about like four or five uh, kitty Manhattans. <laughs> and she just has a great day all day after that in recovery. So <laughs> rest easy. That's yeah, my win of the week. That's, that's awesome. So, so do you know, do you know about these, Jeff? So we, we do, uh, yeah. as, as we, as we finish out the show, as we, as we reach the end of the show, what? Oh! <laughs> uh, turn your mom. Turn your mic on, Clara. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, hello, hello, Clara, Clara Martin. Hello, random, mysterious Zoom bomber. <laughs> this is my daughter, everyone. She is a freshman at UConn. How's it going? Good. I mean, I started classes yesterday. Yeah. So it's exciting. So Clara, I, I know a lot of it's like virtual, but now that you're there and you're part of the scene, I think you've been quarantined a little bit, you know, on your floor in your building and it's probably loosening up, but you are meeting people virtually and maybe perhaps face to face. Is it a bit of a burden that they say, hey, aren't you the one whose mom is on that show? <laughs> That's all over the internet. Is that, is that like, does it add to your experience or is it kind of a burden you have to carry? Wait, your your volume. Bit of both. Down. I think your yeah, your mic is down. <laughs> your I think mic she said, is, is too low. <laughs> I think she said bit of both. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could see it's a double-edged sword. Right, right, right. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get you. It's gonna First get you in places over there, Clara. <laughs> so right. people, people wanted, people wanted to see, people wanted to see your your room. Let's see how cozy. Oh, oh now I can yeah, hear you. Sure. I mean, 
I don't know if you can tell. It's gonna it, be hard because I'm on my computer, but okay. All right, no worries. It looks nice. No worries. It looks nice. It looks nice and, and cozy. This is this is the most I've seen of Clara in a few days, by the way. Closet. <laughs> <laughs> So, so your classes have been remote. Tell, tell us quickly a little bit. We were just talking about going back to school here in Melrose for, for your sister and, and all of her peers and every, everybody who you've left behind now in Melrose. We're talking about back to school at MHS and all that. Um, how, has, how do you feel like UConn has done in terms of like getting everybody there safely, tested, blah, blah, blah? I feel like in terms of the testing, they're doing a good job because... There have been a few outbreaks, but they've done a good amount to like try to contain it, which is helpful. But um, in terms of classes and stuff, mostly everyone is online. So I only have one in-person class. So like actually the face-to-face -face contact with students is not that much other than if you meet friends. Like I, I've met friends and we go to like the dining hall and stuff. So, but that's that's the most contact is usually outside of class. How is your in-person class then? Is everybody, is it small numbers? Are you sitting far apart? Are there face shields? Like how does that work? Well, I just had my in-person class today and it's everything. It's just like regular lecture. I was in an auditorium with about maybe 50 other kids, but they just taped off the seats that you could sit in. Nice. Okay. All right. That's very cool. spread out. That's all. Yeah. And your the dorm is about, I mean, where you are at the dorm is only at about like 25% capacity or something like that. Right. The whole school. like. Yeah. The whole school is about like 25. That's amazing. Hey, now, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. That's good. Do you have a roommate? No, there's no roommates. That's no roommates. Good. Okay. I was just going to say, now, looking back, Clara, on having your senior year in high school in Melrose in the middle of a pandemic and how that all worked out, like, how do you look back on that now? And what's your, what are your feelings about, like, that whole experience? About the end of senior year? Yeah, just a pandemic, having your senior year in a pandemic and all the things that changed and what was good, what was bad, like, what's your, now that, I'm just thinking, now that you're away at school and you can look back on it with a little bit of space, like, what your perspective would be would be interesting, because we're just talking about the throes of everybody being in the thick of it and uh, being intense, as Jeff says, uh, with uh, a number of issues. I would say, like, as a senior, missing, like, the most fun part of all of high school definitely was not um fun and i really missed like all of the events and grad night i mean they did a melrose did a really good job of like trying to accommodate and like do as much as they could for us which i really appreciated but to be completely honest i mean i'm very sad about missing the end of senior year but i'm i would be more upset missing the start of college like, right. it would upset me more if I had to come home before the end of the semester, which is looking a little bit like it might happen. So I'd be more upset if that happened than missing the end of senior year. What advice do you have for seniors this year? Go, you know, they're going in they're sort of started, yeah. full pandemic moment. My daughter's a senior this year uh, and she's half remote, half hybrid. I don't know, I don't know how we do the math on that. Um, yeah. But, um, what, you know, and, and all the senior class. What's your advice? Well, just from my experience, these couple of first days in college and it's all online, 
I would just say like really take your education into your own hands because it's really hard for teachers to adequately teach over like Zoom and WebEx and any other platform. So I found that you have to like really be proactive and like want to learn and like take it into your own hands to actually have like a good school experience. Wow. That was good. That's a great, that's a great attitude. It is, it is yeah. uh, personal responsibilities involved in that. So that's, that's great. Yeah. So my daughter, who's a freshman in college last year and came home during spring break and then didn't get to go back, uh, you know, had to take it into her own hands. She did not like the remote classes and the, and the way that it worked then. Uh, but she took it in, you know, she took it into her own hands, just like you said, and, and I think did very well. And I just talked to her last night, and this is one of those things, you know, this, Jen, like when you get, or, or Jeff, uh, Jen, I know we've talked about this, but you get the call, like we're away in Gloucester and we're driving home and, you know, my daughter FaceTimes and I'm like, I don't care what the data rate is, I'm taking this call. <laughs> yeah. But she said that they had improved the online learning. Again, she's just like you, Claire, not many days of class, but um, they had improved it quite a bit. And so, you know, give them a chance and I think they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get there. But uh, I think that's great advice for, you know, that's great advice for seniors. It's great advice for people of earth. Uh, take your learning right. into your own hands. So, so, so Clara, what's your, we were, when you, when you zoom bombed us, we were, we were just doing our uh, win wins of the week. Do you have a, do you have a win of the week? From UConn? Um, win of the week. Something well, good that happened this week still early in the week but just today um i had i ordered a frisbee <laughs> off of amazon <laughs> and for the first time me and my friends went out on the lawns of yukon and played frisbee this afternoon and it was very fun that's, that's fantastic that's a good win of the week that's a good one simple Je simple pleasures that's awesome <laughs> jeff just reverse zoom bombed us uh, yeah. eugenia <laughs> did that one time on the right, show, right. She just so left jeff, the show. jeff my jeff, special we, lighting was acting up <laughs> yeah so we had um uh we had interrupted your win of the week right. when clara zoom clara, so, clara so rudely interrupted your no, she can, she's worth it she can interrupt yeah. that's right she can do that anytime so <laughs> let's do your win don't of go the anywhere week. clara uh, let's do your uh, win of the week and uh, Jen's, and then we're going to dance it off. Yeah. Yeah. My, honestly, my win of the week is being with you fine people. Yes! <laughs> you know, it's on my bucket list to be on a television show, and I can cross it off. And now. you chose this one? <laughs> I chose this one. So thank you. So Jeff, awesome. you've you've uh, you've done great. Thank you for adding yeah, your you so your much. voice thank to the conversation. Me. I'm uh, so glad we had we had a few laughs. It was great to get to know you in the pre meeting. Uh, you and you get to see you get to witness the machinery. Of Let's talk Melrose. <laughs> oh Melrose in in action. Uh, but yeah. thanks for doing that. And would you I recommend it to other Melroseans? I do highly recommend it. Absolutely nice. Good. All right. So fill out our fill out our form. Come and be a guest host with us. My win of the week is the Clara Martin Zoom bomb. <laughs> what could be better than that? It's the most I've seen you in a few days. <laughs> yeah, that's call your mother. Call your mother. <laughs> that's the advice. That's the advice for all call, the call college your students. No, I'm all just right. kidding. And with that, Clara, what do we say at the end? 
Um, we'll see you around town. See, she hasn't watched the show. <laughs> That's all right. And you have to dance. <laughs>